Hi, Juliet here with a quick message before this episode starts. Everything you need to be more strategic amid the busyness of the school term is contained in the 170 plus episodes of this podcast. But sometimes you can get there a bit faster with some personalised help. I host a termly online workshop specifically designed to help the support staff within schools to make the shift from being reactive to strategic. Our next workshop is coming up soon and we're going to be reflecting on how things have gone this academic year and strategising for the academic year to come so that you can confidently prioritise your workload, overcome the obstacles that are holding you back and redirect your time and focus onto your priorities. At the end of the session, I promise you're going to be feeling more energised, ready to hit the ground running with a clear plan of action. This term's workshop is going to be run on Thursday the 16th of May, and you can find out more and book your place at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash plan. I hope to see you there. Now, let's launch into this episode. Welcome to the Independent School Podcast. This is the place for senior school leaders to discover innovative ideas and actionable tips that are going to help to strengthen their school's income streams and secure its future. My name's Juliette Corbett and I'm a consultant, speaker and facilitator specialising in independent schools. So thanks for joining me today and let's get started on this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this third strategy toolkit for independent schools. So this is one of five episodes that I'm doing across this summer, looking at the types of things that independent school leaders need to be thinking about in order to ensure that their school has a strategic response to the COVID-19 crisis. Now, I've been facilitating strategy development workshops for the heads of independent schools and for fundraisers at the schools for a couple of years now. And something that continually comes up in the questions that people ask is how to involve people in strategy development. This is about how to involve staff, how to involve pupils, alumni, parents, about making the decisions which formulate the strategic direction that a school is taking. Now, the reason this is a challenge for a lot of people is because there are some really big advantages to involving people in creating that strategic direction. And there are also a couple of really big key disadvantages to that involvement. So the answer that I give is often something around a Goldilocks paradox. It's about finding the the perfect middle ground between enough involvement that people feel committed, they feel buy-in, they feel that their voice has been heard, but not too much involvement so that senior leadership still has the flexibility to make what can be difficult decisions in order to secure the future of a school. So it's all about having enough involvement, but not too much. Now that in itself isn't particularly helpful, I understand. So what I want to do today is set out a couple of things that you need to be thinking about in order to decide for your school the perfect level of involvement. So first of all, one of the guiding principles is that there should be a gradient of involvement. So governors and senior leaders need to be fully involved across all elements of the strategy. Now, the head and the chair of governors will be making final decisions, but all of those individuals need to be fully versed in the strategic options 
and the decisions that are being made. So something like a facilitated strategy day for leaders and governors in order to plot out what those options are and to get consensus around the direction can be really important. The next level down is thinking about how you're going to involve the rest of the staff. Now, this is very important to involve them, but they don't necessarily have the time or the inclination to get involved in every single element of that strategy. So something here that can be quite useful is a facilitated discussion with either all staff or department heads, but tailoring it around one particular strategic issue, perhaps something that's a little bit thorny, a bit of a a wicked problem that the school needs some diverse thinking on. So for example, it could be around your sixth form offering. Or it could be around the possibilities of extending the number of year groups that you offer, either upwards into secondary school or downwards into nursery. Whatever it is that might be a particular strategic issue where facilitated discussion with staff could be particularly beneficial. Then thinking much more widely, it's really important to involve pupils, parents and alumni in this process but you want to do it in a really specific way. So it could be asking them for their feedback on what they think the core values are or the core elements of your vision or mission should be or the core traditions and rituals that they really place a lot of value in. So this could be online. Obviously, at the moment, a lot of these things are online, but actually sometimes doing things in person could be really powerful. Something like having a whiteboard in the entrance hall and encouraging pupils to put post-its on for what the core values are that they think are really important in their day-to-day experience at the school. You're looking for broad involvement, but on a really specific and quite a broad issue. So that's your gradient of involvement from senior leadership and governors all the way down to pupils, parents and alumni. Now, cutting across that, a second element which you could consider is asking for volunteers amongst the staff. So you would be asking for volunteers to sit on a time limited working group or task and finish group where you're giving them a specific remit to think about one area of the strategy. And there are a couple of advantages to doing this. First of all, there are likely to be people within your school who are looking to stretch themselves. They're looking for something that's a little bit more challenging than their current role. So these might be early career staff where you're looking to um, involve them and hang on to them for a little bit longer by adding an element of challenge to their job. Or it could be people with extensive experience who have something else to offer to the school. The other way that this can be helpful is you often get volunteers for those who are actually going to put forward difficult viewpoints. Now, although this feels like you're adding to your work by voluntarily inviting these people to sit on a working group, it is important to get out in the open a whole host of diverse viewpoints early in the process so that people can feel that they are being heard. So asking for volunteers can cut across that gradient of involvement so that some people who want to be involved can be involved at a slightly higher level. Two things you want to be doing to ensure the success of this involvement is firstly, you want to be very, very clear on what feedback or ideas you're looking for. So set the parameters for that feedback very, very precisely. 
So like I said before, that could be around your sixth form offering or extending the number of years of your educational offering. Whatever it is, set the parameters really specifically, but then be open to all viewpoints. The other thing you want to be doing is to be clear right from the beginning that you are looking for a diverse input of views and opinions, but that at the end of this process, the decisions will be made by the head and the chair of governors, along with the governors and senior leadership team, and that it is their responsibility to plot a course for the school in these challenging times. And given that the extent of the challenge currently facing a lot of independent schools, I've found that generally speaking, it can be useful to distinguish between strategic elements of the business model, where it might be that you need a small number of really business minded individuals to be involved and strategic decisions over the educational offering, where you might be wanting to include a much larger number of people for have that more diverse conversation and more open conversation to get different viewpoints on the educational offering of the school. So whatever you do, my recommendation is certainly to think about the gradient of involvement that you want. Think about how you might want to use volunteers to cut across that so that people can be involved a little bit more if they want to be. Be really clear on the parameters you set at each of those different levels. And be very clear from the start that you are open to all sorts of viewpoints, but that where there are tough decisions to be made, they will be made by the head and the chair of governors. So hopefully that's helpful. If you'd like to talk about this a little bit more or you'd like a strategic response discussion for your school, do get in touch with me via the episode notes. So if you head across to www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash 014, you'll find the episode notes for this week's episode. You'll also there find a whole host of links which I've included. So first of all, there's a link to my Rethinking Strategy in Independent Schools report which you can download from the website. It has a whole host of best practice recommendations for developing your strategic plan and for encouraging a culture of strategic thinking in your school. And there's also links to the strategy briefing videos which I've created for independent schools. Now they include a whole host of other topics which I haven't got time to cover in these podcasts. Things like how to change behaviour in order to control costs within your school. So do head across to the episode notes, get some more information and get in touch if you'd like to talk about this topic further. Great, so that's it for now. Have a great week and I'll see you next time. So that's it for today and thanks for listening to the Independent School Podcast. If you want to make sure that you don't miss out on future episodes, you can sign up for my newsletter at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash sign up. There you can also explore the various ways that I help independent schools to strengthen their income streams and secure their future. Fantastic. See you next time then.